Yay, here it is, podcast. December 21st, 2020. The winter solstice. That's right. The longest, the shortest. Shortest day of the year. Shortest, yeah. shortest. Longest amount of dark. The longest amount of darkness. As you can see, I'm still here. I shouldn't have said anything about, like, yeah, it's probably the last one before I go. And, uh, uh, yeah. and then, the uh, of course, the Saturn and Venus are lining up. And Saturn the, and uh, Jupiter, isn't Jupiter, it? Jupiter, I'm sorry. Yeah. Jupiter, my bad. Is it Saturn and Jupiter, or is it Jupiter and whoever it is? Apparently, it's going to be really bright in the sky, so go out and take a look. Yeah, once every 800 years. I was trying to take a look, and uh, yeah, there was a lot yeah. of rain, a lot of clouds, yeah. so you couldn't really little, see much of anything, A little difficult to see here. Which sucks. Once every 800 years, or there goes that. Yeah. Maybe I'll catch the next one. Yeah. <laughs> How long does it last? Does it last? Uh, I think until... just tonight or something like that. It's well, it's the brightest it'll be is is tonight. Because it's um, doesn't that have something to do with how close they are, yeah. like in uh, proximity to Earth, also. Yeah. But um, as as everybody knows, they believe that could have been the the, the Bethlehem star, which which Christmas star, the yeah. Christmas star. You know, some scientists don't believe that. They think it's probably could have been a supernova that happened in the sky. But Jesus was not really born on December 25th. He was probably born in the spring or the summer. They feel. They feel. I don't know. Not discrediting the Bible, but, you know. Little known fact, Champagne Supernova, written about that exact argument. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Take that one. <laughs> Take that science. Take that science. Uh, but, um. But it is cool, though. I, I still like it. It's very interesting. I, well, what really happened was, I believe, is is the reason they, they put Jesus' birthday in in December because of of an old pagan tradition. Same uh, thing with the Christmas same tree, way right? with, That was a pagan Yeah, thing. it was a pagan thing, and they needed to, like, get everybody on board. So, and that, and then everybody was cooped up, and, you know, and, well, Christmas has had a kind of a tumultuous past a little bit. You know, in England, they used to get together and, like, go out and, like, Break into the, to the to their their, the, the upper crust into their houses and shit and drink all their booze and party yeah. up. You know? Well, yeah. <laughs> crash I mean, their parties not, basically. Not too far outside of <laughs> what goes on in some places. It's just a little more of like they probably rope New Year's and Christmas together, just make it one big long <coughs> celebration. Why Excuse not? me. Like we're yeah. already doing drunk history, and I haven't even. We're already doing drunk drinking. history. Yeah. Um, it's kind of we, we. I don't really call it drunk history. I call it our half-ass idea of history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't fact check us because it could be wrong, and our dates are definitely wrong. Yeah. Anybody so who wants to convey no. the significant amount of in- information about something, at least yeah. does some research before, and I did not do any yeah. planetary research. Before. I did not do any planetary research either, but I'm just saying. You want to, you know, you want to brush up on things. There's a lot of information out there, so you want to brush up on stuff before you start talking about it. And I, you know, I just like talking about the idea <laughs> just, of space stuff. I yeah, don't do a whole lot of research on it. I enjoy I think it in space general. Space is awesome. Yeah, I don't think it's fake. <laughs> I guess on that note too is the scientists said they have discovered like the the superhighway in space, which could cut. Um, Travel time between galaxies. It's just had a or solar systems in half. Pilot. Instead of millions of years to like, you know, a decade to decades, they say. Yeah. Interesting, huh? 
I mean, there's got to be, considering just the sheer size of the universe, just the time it would take to get the next spiral arm of our own galaxy. Is I ridiculous. know, it's pretty So to pretty think amazing. that there's not something in the next one, or the next one, or the next one, or some <coughs> other technology that, you know, or even naturally occurring thing out there that would allow us to travel like that, yeah, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. That's why, was it? theoretical sciences are out there yeah we may want to get off this planet <laughs> <laughs> we want to expand out you don't want to leave this place a smoking hole but yeah it's going to get to the point where the more people you start packing in here the worse it's going to get the worse so. it's going to get yeah you know sooner or later you just you just run out of room you run out of room you run out of food you run out of water just Maybe that's what they're about. Maybe that's, you know, and, and the globalist well, conspiracy is that, you know, it, like we got to cut the population so, well, technology so we don't die. You know, a lot of those issues, just like, you know, it's, nobody was living stacked on top of each other like they are now, you know, a couple hundred years ago. True. Apart from like the biggest places, but even then, that's not, it's not anything like living in any one of the big cities now. Uh, right. So, I mean, technology would prevent a lot of that, but, you know, there's no way to regulate all that shit unless you're doing like a Chinese one kid rule and fucking right. or doing yeah. something right. you have to do something that's kind of that's might go against your moral compass yeah if you're looking to regulate the population in right. any sort of across the board manner right which in every which will always cause problems with people because they're like hey you know it's you know you just have death well, God, God says has babies <laughs> have, have many babies you know <laughs> now, if anybody knows anything about the Catholic religion and <laughs> no, do they have a lot of kids? I didn't notice. Yeah, <laughs> just a couple. We just keep a couple around. Jeez, yeah, like, yeah, like a family of twelve. Like, man, yeah. that's it's <laughs> a lot. The old man was busy. Christmas must have sucked for you. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got uh, you got your brother's hand me downs. Yeah, we wrapped up his jeans and gave them to you. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> That was also, it comes from back in the day where it's like there was a lot of uh, agriculture and well, Yeah, you needed, so you, you needed, needed a, a labor crew force. to run the farm. And you that was, a labor you know, force, and so. By the time you hit 12 or 13 or whatever, you start working the farm. Yeah, or, shit, sooner than that. You know, sooner than that. Yeah, so you like that. walk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they said at that point, 13, it's like, all right, you're like middle age now. You're, yeah, like, yeah. you're halfway up oh, the hill. Bust it up. Start <laughs> finally pulling your weight around here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the good times we live in now. People are like, if it was like back in the old days, like, no. no it depends on how far back you Depends go. on how far back I'd you go. I'd like really to have about. running water. Yeah, I, cool. and a toilet inside. <laughs> yeah. So I would probably go back as far as maybe the 30s, the 20s, and that's pretty much it. Because there's still a, a you know, there's still a lot of outdoor plumbing going on. Yeah, you wouldn't want to catch the, the Dust Bowl or the Depression. No, no. But the no. roaring 20s would be interesting. Yeah. That would be an interesting time, and... You know, by about, I don't know, by about 39, it's like, all right, guys, I'm going to leave. Yeah. like, where's he going? He's like, yeah, you he guys packed got, his bags. He left in a hurry. You got some <laughs> shit going on over in Germany. You might want to check into it. I got to go. <laughs> this guy's about to get nuts. Yeah. Things are going to get kind of wonky. I want to start rationing stuff now. Gas and metal. <laughs> Gas and metal. That's what you're going to need. Aluminum to, to make planes. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna want the wife to start doing some curls too. She's gonna be doing some riveting. If you don't She's know gonna what be that doing is, some riveting. That's right. <laughs> Somebody's got to put that shit together. <clears throat> Excuse me. A little bit harder than snapping together iPads. 
I've been working in a factory back then was a little bit more arduous, you know, even in, by today's standards. I mean, there's some hard jobs out there for sure. Oh, back yeah. Back then, that was just like, that was the best you could hope for. It's like, ah, oh, I lost a couple fingers. And... <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck in the thrasher. Yeah. Yank my arm, clean out. Went back to work the next day. Went, got up, <laughs> put a bandaid on that shit, and yeah. went to the coal mine. Rubbed some <laughs> castor oil on it and <laughs> cauterized it. Cauterized it. Uh, had the wife pull a little stitch on there. She's a hell of a sewer. Mm. She just sewed me up, and I got back to work. I owe the company store a lot of money. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think he's ever going to stop owing that place money. No, no, they just keep finding, they just keep calling it a different thing. Yep. (laughs) Call it credit now. Now it's like one big giant company store. I feel like things like that happen later than, uh, like to think of other jobs, even like, uh, not necessarily mining, though, they're like oil or petroleum. Uh, Textile working was very, very tough back in the day. We're sure on that. Where you'd end up, whoever you're working for, by the time they pay your room and board and living there, it's like, yeah. you're going to eat food, and it's like, oh, broke even. It's like, oh, it sounds like they just want you to stay there till you die. That's right. <laughs> yeah, just like, hey, stay here. Um, you know, some good news today. A good friend of mine had a baby today, so oh, congratulations nice. to him. Congrats. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was kind of my little post today. I thought I said I thought I'd spread some good news this morning. Babies are yeah, being born yeah, every second in the world. We focus too much on death when we should be focusing on life. So there you have it. You know, <laughs> and the baby. And then be... you know, again with the with the healthcare workers, you know, they're they're taking a giant risk by getting that vaccine vaccine shot in their arm. You know, they are the real guinea pigs. Yeah, you know, and it's, yeah. it's, I mean, I, 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 God bless yeah, you. There guys. is a God bless you for taking that hit. You know, well, absolutely. Yeah, it's part of the thing that I mean, people are having some reactions to it, so you know, um, be careful. Yeah, I see overall what happens if they make. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be changes to it, but I don't know. France and France and half of Europe is shutting down travel to Britain. Britain says yeah, they, okay. says they got a. Uh, they got a deadlier strain of COVID-19 or it mutated or some crap. But then the CDC says here, no, it's not any worse than anything else. So who knows? Here we go again. COVID-19 huh. is, is the new uh, control, we'll to, control yeah, fear we'll network. Well, that's, yeah, that's how people use stuff. They, they take, not, it, we know that it's real. For their own, for their own means. For yeah. Own, you know, they yeah. serve their own ideology or their own group or even themselves at some point like it's yeah to be a little old of course yeah super old i'm over it shit's been going on for what a year yeah over yeah it's coming up on a year february it'll be a year so it's been going on thank you for this thank you china for sending us yeah thanks for your uh sars sequel kisses from from across the ocean Uh, it's like, how would you keep your rights to? I was like, I lie about the numbers, and uh, if anybody says anything, they have accidents. Uh, Yeah, they have accidents and disappear. Where'd they go? I don't know. Yeah, I think they went to go live with the Uyghurs or the Uyghurs. How do you? What is? How do you pronounce that? The Uyghurs, Uyghurs, 
I'd, tree training camps or I'd whatever. I'd ask one of them, but they're a little hard to get the get a hold of right now. <laughs> True Keep that. coming up missing. Um, if you ain't got a chance to go out and Chade released a song uh, from his new record on YouTube, a little video of it, a little acoustic version. Oh, nice. Um, if you want to go and check that out, it's called uh, Lonelyville. I listened to it. It's a pretty good song. Yeah, I've had uh, Reality Bites stuck in my head for a couple days now. And then I was talking with Jason earlier. I've been I've been actually enjoying some old SCTV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is funny. Which is great. Um, some some classic bits. And some of it's very poignant today. And if you get a chance and you just want to go fall down the, the YouTube hole, check out some old SCTV, you'll, you'll get a laugh. <laughs> it's worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, what was that thing you were showing me? Eugene Levy and they had John. Oh, the, the, the Schmingley brothers. Yeah, that shit was fucking. <laughs> The, Schming, the Schmingy brothers. Yeah, Josh and Stan Schmingy. I, I posted, uh, if you watch my Facebook page, I, plast, I posted up their Christmas little five-minute bit they did on SCTV, which is pretty humorous. <laughs> Those are two really good actors. God, John Candy. I mean, a lot of those people came out of SCTV. Yeah. John Candy, Rick Moranis... Eugene Levy, Harold Ramis, Catherine O'Hara, yeah. Martin oh, Short, right. Martin <laughs> Short. Martin <laughs> Short. Yeah, all them guys, so, you know, a big bed, hotbed of comedy right there, Joe Flaherty. Are you out of your tree, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I got credited that bit. I was, the ones I heard that, I was like, ah, Martin Short. Like, what is the name of that movie? Like, the little dinosaur Stefan, and uh, uh, Charles Grodin was in it. Um, <sighs> I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember it. It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Martin uh, Short's a great actor. Yeah, John Candy and old Uncle Buck. Oh, my God, Uncle Buck. <laughs> oh, I always loved the uh, the Dan Aykroyd and John Candy, The Great Outdoors. Oh, yeah. That's Thought you wanted to ride on Suck My Wake. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Steve Martin was, was actually a holiday movie right now. They were yeah, trying to get home from Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving, that's yeah. like a tradition to yeah. watch that. It was such a great They're movie. Trying to get home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, and don't forget Die Hard is a Christmas movie. True. Yeah, so don't forget to watch your Die Hard. Um, a couple other ones out there. Dutch, I don't know if you ever remember that. Ed, Ed O'Neill kind of mm, no, movie. No, I don't remember that. Called Dutch, and it was a Christmas movie about... Getting this kid across the country. All right. It's not like kind of track, a, a little cult classic. It got a lot of negative. Like, um, heartwarming story, okay, Christmas story. Yeah. I guess you could say. You know, it's you know, great. It, they take this kid across the country. I'm like, does he want to go across the country? <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember the whole gist of the whole movie, but you know, it was like, like not really. Ed O'Neill <laughs> was just coming out of you know, married with children, and they were like, yeah, I got you. Got yeah. Wanting to make a movie with him, so they made this movie Dutch. <laughs> oh yeah, like a good Christmas movie. Good Christmas movie, of course. Home Alone, if, and Christmas Vacation. I'm more of a Christmas Vacation person than oh, a yeah. Christmas person. Christmas Vacation was great. <laughs> like in, uh, yeah, someday you could have that RV. Like in, Don't you go fall in love with her? <laughs> Taking her out of here when we leave in a month. <laughs> 
I know one where they go to Vegas, too. Go that was a good one, too. I like the Vegas I one. I won the money. I won the money. <laughs> Like, yep, they used to test missiles here. I got it real cheap. <laughs> Chuck's, that, get, Chuck's that chicken on the rock. Oh, like, yeah. She's like, dinner's ready, kids. <laughs> Where can I get some damn bait? <laughs> and of course, a European vacation. Ah, oh, Big Ben. Parliament. Mm-hmm. Look, kids. Parliament. <laughs> Big Ben. <laughs> yeah, even being somebody who's pretty adept at driving, that's those... Those types of rotary situations would have me all fucking confused. I mean, I, I struggle with just the, the regular small roundabouts. <laughs> well, those things are like giant in, in, in London. Oh, yeah. Well, that was like, like a Piccadilly Circus. Like Piccadilly Circus is like a freeway in a circle. It is. It's just yeah. in a circle going around. <laughs> You're going to want to allow some extra time going around there. Could be wrong. You're not going to want to be on a tight schedule. Doing a spiral graph out to your eventual <laughs> destination. destination. And to work your way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the only way I could do it. It's like, I'm going to start on the inside and just work, work my work, way work, out. Work my way out, see what I and can do. And we're going to take four lefts. Just going in circles. Yeah, so that was good. Eugene Levy is another... Um, do you ever see the movie Best in Show? Oh like my the, god, I love those guys. Those great hairs talk. We had the two left feet. Like, yeah, they used to call me Loopy. Walking walk little loops. Walking little loops. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, uh, the, I had a friend that sounded like Harlan. That was Pepper. the guy, Christopher Hi, Guest. And he did all those Best in Show and then a Mighty, Mighty, Wind. Mighty Wind. Yeah, that was a good one. It was another one, fine, uh, Waiting for Guffman. Oh yeah, Waiting for Guffman. Waiting yeah. for Guffman. And just yeah, that kind of they had a great bit, and it's just pretty funny. Christopher Guest is just. I was like, when I watched the Mighty Wind, I was sitting there watching it one time, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I was like, this, it's Spinal Tap without a drummer. Yeah, it's the same enough. exact guys. Yeah, without, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was, is, but there is there wasn't a drummer. There was no yeah. drummer, so they did folk music. I just thought that was that's. Like is insight. that the one thing that makes folk music folk music? Because drums are too aggressive. I, don't I, know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a bongo. Because I didn't think about that till now. I was like, they didn't know. Oh. Yeah. It's more just like fiddles and guitars and string string maybe bands. Maybe a ukulele here and there. Harps accord. No. Maybe. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Theremin. No. <laughs> Theremin. <laughs> now that's way outside the box. That's yeah. <laughs> And you've been on a commune a little too long. It's yeah. like, all right, we're breaking out extra weird instruments. My friend is a bassoonist. <laughs> Get the bassoon. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go on your hippie version of Rum Springer. Not come back. So, yeah, here we are, a couple of days away from Christmas. So it's January 21st. So it's November, December 21st. But, you know, in so, a month. Four more we'll days. See. Four uh, more days, and then oh yeah, and then we'll get to Joe. Joe will like, get to uh, say the say the take the oath of office and see if he can get through it one take. Get through it one take. He's been up, you know, putting out his list of nominees for his cabinets and everything, and you know, which I'm, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm all for with diversity inside, mm-hmm. you know, the realm of politics, and yeah. you know, but. 
are you are you are you hiring them because they are of that race, or are you hiring them because they know what the fuck, oh, I, I the assume, fuck they're gonna do? I assume that's already <laughs> you know? been determined, and that's one of their main goals: is to hire strictly based on race, so that we don't hire strictly based on race. Right. I mean, what it would be nice if I'm hoping that they actually hire people that are actually gonna do Qualified. the fucking job. Yeah, maybe you should base it on you know merit. Yeah, <laughs> like somebody who knows something your about your qualifications you know, for said job and your ability to do said job, and you know even down to the uh, lower levels of like, do you is this person going to enjoy it or are right. they going to get burnt out after a year? You know, mm-hmm. you factor all that in. But what you don't do is like, all right, let's bring up the Sherwin Williams paint scale. Where on the scale is this person? Are they dark enough <laughs> to work here? Right. Let's figure it out. No, let's figure it out. So, how many of these do we got? Like, I don't like how you're categorizing people. It makes me un. It makes me wary. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I guess that brings up the big point today. You know, the Uneasy. federal government will be kicking everybody a six hundred dollar thank you. Oh, thank you. Fuck you know, you. a little Merry Christmas. Yeah, keep it. You don't know, tax me. Um, so. Enjoy your six hundred bucks. They're spending about yeah. twice as much than they did when I'm they gave sure us twelve hundred dollars last time. And I'm pretty sure they either don't know how much six hundred dollars is, yeah, to your average person that's right. not you know eleven years old. I mean, you know, you know, they just got six hundred dollars in their pocket pretty much most of the time. It was how so. many months since the last one? Like <laughs> since they cut off the last uh, one? Gosh, how much was like how much was that twelve hundred dollars supposed May? to last you? Like, April or that'll May? That'll last most of the year. So, you know, hey, let's, let's break out the calculator and let's, let's knock some math out real quick. Yeah. Let's see how, how long that Do was Do what good. they didn't. Let's see, 1,200. Because if you did divide that up, I would guess yeah, that... June, July, August, September, November. You would have to have... Eight months. Everything. That's 150 bucks a month. Since since we say May, so I they're assuming May. you have everything paid for, for, and they're just kicking you an extra one fifty for like. Well, that, that's know, that's for the that's shit. for the twelve hundred dollars they gave us the first time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what was that supposed to cover? So. Well, I think at that point they weren't. They were assuming that it wasn't going to last as long as it was going to last. That we're saying the twelve hundred dollars right. is to be over in two or three months. Yeah, and again, no, it was over two weeks. If I I remember, I thought it was two weeks. And, and yet here we are at the end of the year. Slow the spread and mask up. And, uh, and it depends on which state you live in. Then, Some states live in parallel universes from others. Yes. Welcome to the federal Which is strange to me that <sighs> you could do that and not have one side just dead. And Well, I, I thought, like, I read somewhere, like, you know, you know that all the, the people, who, I mean, haven't personally masked up should be dead by now. Yeah, especially yeah. all those uh, fucking hillbilly Trump supporters out there. <laughs> Them guys Maskless. getting together. Maskless. Man, there should be the... none left. That's <laughs> why they lost the election, because they, they died just, of corona. They, they died of COVID-19. They got yeah. knocked themselves off. They were out there, and they're super spreader. Now, I don't, I don't think having a general cough and not dying if I don't have lupus is going to prevent right. me from so. being there the next time around. But we're all still here, most of us. I, I mean, I, you know, I know people who've had it, who've got it. Yeah. You know, one guy I know, he's currently, you know, battling through it. And he says, you know, it's, it sucks for him. He doesn't have, like, a lot of respiratory things or he hasn't lost any sense of taste. But it's definitely, he's, like, fatigued and achy and yeah, very sure. tired. And, and um, you can, you know, I mean... Yeah. I'm, it's yeah. not to say a thing isn't real and there isn't lingering effects right. from some people. It doesn't, you know, affect older people. Um, a lot worse than it does for right. so for normal people, but 
It's a real thing. I, I, I never said it wasn't a real thing. I was definitely, definitely in the beginning, man. I was like, what the fuck? It's just that it's been turned you know? into this political trope. <laughs> it's interesting that all the people I was thinking about, the people I know with, that have had COVID and recovered from it, and it's pretty much a down-the-middle split of people that are on the Democrat, more liberal side, who are hyper-vigilant about wearing masks and doing all the, you right. know, following it. Right. And the other side of the ones that are basically like, fuck it, man, I'm not fucking doing that. I fuck ain't that doing shit. that shit. Eat, <laughs> eat a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good. And none of them are, are dead or anything. Everyone recovered from it. Uh, it, it's, it but and, it, and it was still, regardless of the people who were, you know, hyper-vigilant with the whole yeah. mask thing, wearing that everywhere, wearing a fucking sneeze guard in the car. Uh, versus ones who don't wear that shit where they're probably you should be. Yeah, so it's exactly. Like, that's that's my whole point. It's just like you know. But here it's we all are. No reasonable precaution. So if right. if you're using this as an excuse to push some false sense of authority, I'm gonna call you a piece of shit. I'm gonna tell you yeah. that you're not you're not gonna do that to me. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Go <laughs> and that doesn't mean I'm a I'm a denier. You know, I'm yeah. a COVID Holocaust denier. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Uh, you know, throwing because I understand that it's a thing that we're actually going through. It's just to it's which a real extent thing. and to how you use it. That I can see through the bullshit. So if you want to play games, I'm like fuck you. No. It's like I felt like there, there there came a time when I'm like, oh my god, now they're just using it. Yeah. Because in the beginning, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I would have to yeah. go out there. And, and no, I we would... all went through it in the beginning. Yeah. It was just where they went afterwards. They went yeah. off their own trail, just living off of their own. Um, you know, that's like a TV show that they're right. a star of that plays inside their own head. And it's yeah. like everything just keeps. Self-perpetuating. And then, of course, that. then the 24-hour news cycle loves, you know, loves tragedy. Hell, yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. a lot of those people. A lot yeah. of tragedy out there. You, tragedy sells more than good news. We need crisis. We need, we need anger, conflict. Yeah. We need everything going haywire and wrong. So, in your mind, you think the whole world is going haywire and wrong. But don't be afraid to go out and you know talk to your neighbor no, because this is probably enough, okay. Really enough, even through all this, even through everything <laughs> that we've talked about, even through everything that everybody's been through that you know we know and other people that we don't know out there that have been through a lot, like exactly. It's still there hasn't been a day where I walked out of the door and said, "Oh, life is over." Like it's you know I've never walked down and like that. It's that post-apocalyptic society that you know we all fear. Well, most people fear. Right. So uh, it's it's not going to be like that because we don't want it to be like that. And right. it's just the people who are trying to exacerbate it and make it worse than it has to be. Life's going to have natural tragedies as it is. That's why we try Always. to have as much as we can, you know, when we can, so that when you go through difficult times, it's, it, it's not as impacting. But it's, it comes down to people's mentality when it is going, you know, when it does get to that point. That yeah. determines whether or not you live in this cartoonish post-apocalyptic society versus people who are just going through hard times like we have many times, even just in the past hundred years. Right. You know, every day is not a picnic. No. And, and we've been through worse and we've done, and I really think we'll just, you know, we'll rebound and it's just part of it. The human, the human being will go on. I think there's just a lot of people who are looking for an excuse to just, you know, smash stuff up and be like, oh, oh. Or would it? Can we do it? Can yeah. we do it? Oh, are we in the yeah. Mad Max times? Because that's kind of what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but this is Christmas time. My life is pointless. And make everybody else the same way. You know, it's good good time to you know even no matter what religion you are, or how or what you celebrate, it's a good yeah. time to you know 
you know, think about all the good things that actually, you know, the positive things that may have happened in this year. You know, I mean, I did pretty good keeping a job most of the year. Nice. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And um, my education, I'm continuing. Yeah, you're continuing on. And, you know, I'm I'm still here. I I, I, I may have had COVID-19. I don't know. I've never been tested once. Have I had some points where I thought, oh, my gosh, I could have it right now. I had an inkling that I had that <laughs> shit back in, like, early December or something. Yeah, something. So working with... Um, Either that or I got SARS or something and, well, and I did. beefed up the immunity to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got some leftover got SARS. Some leftover. You got your own vaccine. Yeah, I got my own vaccine yourself. going on. Yeah, a little, little bit of the dead ones in yeah. there to kind of trigger the uh, yeah. your immune system. No, but I was working with a guy. It's like he was sick, and I got um, anytime you know I get a cold, kind of like goes into my chest, get right. chest cold, stuff yeah, like chest that. Cold, so I've had yeah. that a bunch of times, but this one I was like, oh god damn, it was like lingering. Right. That's yeah, I remember and having one of those too. Like usually, once I get over stuff, it's like yeah. all right, you get over it, and then you're over it. But this one, it's like, like yeah. two weeks. It's you like know, yeah, you kept spitting shit later, out. Like, like god damn, like what the hell? I remember being like in the shower. But that was like, last December, so right. Yeah. So I don't know. Tricky. Diseases are tricky, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't run in there like, give me a COVID test. Like, what the fuck yeah, are you talking, talking about? I don't even know what the hell. I got COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know what that is. No, but like, I remember, come with me, and then I wake yeah. up in a bathtub full of ice in Wuhan, and then yeah. they're like, how do you know? Oh, yeah, shit. Bats I'm going to die. You. Yeah. <laughs> or pangolins. We don't even know at this point. It's always the wet market. Welded so. into you, welded into your room. Oh yeah, quality welded. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no. It's probably all cast metal. You probably kick through it. It's like that uh, glass that's just like sugar. Yeah, that they use like, in like movies. The movies. Yeah, the, the breakaway glass. And like, yeah, you guys need to work on your quality of materials here. Like, fuck. I don't think. Let's do something. Let's do something a little different. I don't know the materials that China's sending, but they're not sending their best. Let's do something a little different. What do you think? Let's take there? a little break and let's play this song from Chade, okay? Okay. We're just gonna let it kind of okay. roll through the through the podcast. So let it waft. We'll get it loaded up here. Let's see how long this thing is. And it goes like this. Here you go, Chade Diggs. <laughs> This is a newer song by him, yeah? Brand new. Brand new song. Nice.
But yeah, a little little Chade Biggs there for you guys. Oh yeah. You know, go to go to his uh, his iTunes page, check him out. Good job, brother. Yeah, that's a good song. Pretty good song. So you know, a little excerpt from there. Hope he doesn't mind. I'll let him know. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't want to give him the whole song. You know. Yeah. Man's no. trying to make some money out there. Yeah. Help him out. Go listen to it. Go listen to the know, whole Like song. me and Jason, we're here trying to make a little money too. So he's feel got free his YouTube to channel. So donate to the heater fund. The heater, and you know what else we need? We need a card table that doesn't sound like an old pirate ship. That's right. <laughs> we need something a little more Maybe stable. not a card table. Maybe something a little more structural. Hi, yeah. out there on the sea in the shanty. <laughs> yeah. See, we don't have wafting Watch. waves or anything. It's just creaking. That's all it is, is the creaking. <laughs> it's just the creaking. <laughs> do that. And I can't help but not lean on it because I like to lean on shit. No, it's it's really up fighting myself. <laughs> Trying not to do that, so it'd be nice to have a, a sturdier, sturdier table. Yeah, that we sturdy move table. All of our leanings, whichever direction. Like a real desk with like real microphones and stuff someday. Well, someday. someday. We'll start with the desk. We'll, we'll start with. We'll, we'll start with a better table. Yeah. Excuse someday my. Someday it wasn't made in Taiwan, a country that's probably not going to. Yeah, exist well, in this whole card table's been around for a minute. <laughs> We're missing one black chair. I don't know. I was supposed, used to have four. Now it only has three. I don't know what happened to one of them. So. Oh, damn. You're not going to have the matching furniture. Yeah, that's right. So or we're just going to have to have a maximum of one guest at a time. One guest at a time. Or maybe one plus one phone guest. Like uh, we tried to do with the old Patrick there. The old Patrick, we keep trying. Handed but it over to uh, Viking Dave. He's going to... Viking Stiff Dave. up the audio That's and make it. Patrick audible. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we might hold on to that one. We're going to go and invade the Irish bunker and just do it at his place. And oh, we can always redo it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're just, I, don't, I don't think Dave's got the... I don't think Dave actually got the file or... <laughs> or he may enough. have forgotten. <laughs> I sent it to him, but he may be looking at it like, I don't even know how to open this. Yeah. <laughs> so, Fuck it. So. Yeah, it's hard to do the... Patching people in with the phone, um, something I mean, it's just, it, to figure out because it is easier for. Well, what I find is it is easier to do. Um, I didn't have a problem with Shade. No, and I mean we did. The well, we did. He like actually Christian did it over though. Like he, that, he was when he was talking with me. That was, he was all on the phone. He was doing it over his good. computer actually. So yeah. Well, that's saying, it. That's it was, what we need uh, to have. Patrick well, that's too. what we were doing with the actual phone, not with the microphone. Not with the microphone. Well, right. Right. So we can't do microphone or phone to microphone, but we can do phone to phone. Uh, I thought we did the microphone with Christian though. Did we? I think so. I don't might remember. Have. Maybe. I can't remember. So long ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but it seems like it. Seems like it. So that's kind of our, I guess, our little our little podcast year in review, I guess, of what we've done in the last couple months. Um, uh, Anchor sent me one, told me what we'd done. As make far a as montage. We, we made like, we've done a hundred and like fifteen hundred one thousand five hundred minutes of of material, fifty three episodes, totaling fifty three episodes. Yeah. Reached eight countries. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know who was. Wow, <laughs> eight countries. Uh, it was eight counties, and you're like, yeah, right. yeah. So, somebody's out there listening to it. You know, if you like it, feel free to share this podcast with anybody you'd like to share it with. Find some humor in it. Or yeah, we're gonna continue to improve it. This yeah. is a new thing. None of us are well adept. Like we didn't come from a broadcasting background or. 
Yeah, we're, we're not a columnist. Yeah, we're anything. not columnist. Not we're travel not, writer. Yeah, we're not writing copy and reading it off to you. We're just kind of just we just kind of wing it really and just talk about what's on our mind. Yeah. Just yeah, thoughts, feelings, interviews with other people who have other those things and have, uh, yeah. see where it goes. Yeah. You know, There's but, a lot of interesting people that aren't celebrities or that's right. that aren't famous, but that have you know either you know inter- yeah interesting parts of their life nice. or interesting hobbies or even just you know or something done interesting that they went things. through. Uh, that you know you're gonna want to hear. It doesn't matter if they're famous; it's still interesting. Yeah, so plenty of people out there with there a good is. life story. It's good, you know, that's and I, I used to say that to people. It's like you know what life is. It's just it's just a good story. It is anybody's life. Everybody's is a good gonna story. live out their narrative. I mean, just like, don't, just don't live inside your own head. You know, live in a, as the star of your own TV show that plays inside your own mind. Right. Like, you don't want to get too wrapped up. Don't get too wrapped up in it for sure. But it's but it, you know, I mean, we all have a good story. It's something we've had crazy things happen in our lives, and sometimes it's fun to tell those stories and. Fun to share, fun to and share. it's fun to uh, bullshit about the future too, and you know <laughs> all the potentials out there that could happen. Because I think that's you know people it, it, that's a connection that people are missing, especially right now, you know, during COVID and everything. That, that it, a lot of that human connection where you just get around, connection. joke around, and talk about yeah. Know, and when you could like hang out with people who didn't actually actually have the same views as you, now you know we're all going to get back together. We're all going to be looking at each other like we're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> We all went crazy somewhere. I'm sure there's <laughs> been some points in my in this podcast. People are like, "Oh man, he's he's gone over the edge. <laughs> he's yeah. done." Yeah, everybody's gonna have their own perspective on it. Oh, but I, here's something interesting that happened to me the other day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was looking up, you know, Ruby Freeman. Ruby Freeman was the lady who um. was supposedly going and did the voter fraud in in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Drug her daughter, drug the ballots out, and was counting, and she had a little post and all this. And you say she <laughs> drugged her daughter? What no, she didn't drug her, drug, her daughter drugged the ballots. Oh, okay. Out from underneath like, the table. Like, God damn, this is like. Oh, but okay. um, Miss Cosby. When I and I was like, oh, you know, and I was like, well, let's find out. Somebody was like, oh, she's in jail now, which it's fake news. I'm pretty sure it's fake news. Fake news. But she was supposed to do an interview mm-hmm. with some some reporter, I think, in Atlanta, okay. and then she stopped and then lawyered up. And then of course everybody's like, oh, 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 she knows something. I'm like, I was like, no. She realizes that she's getting ready to get fucking roasted by the left or the right. (laughs) She's Mm. just a pawn. (laughs) Yeah, I guess this would be a situation where you would want to. uh, I mean, because like, if people are going to take what you say out of context as best as they can, right, right, might not be the best. So I don't know if it's true if this lady actually tried to commit fraud. But I feel like you know. Who knows? We don't know. But, you know, again, a pawn. I, I feel like if it's true, then she was just a pawn. And it's possible. It's a very good possibility. But the weird thing that happened to me when I typed in her name, I re- I, the, the first thing that popped up was this guy's article called The Accidental Conspiracist. Hmm. And being able to have a dialogue with the person that you knew before COVID... And now the person you talk to now is not the same person. He's talking crazy things and conspiracy and about how the globalists are out to get you and, <laughs> and all this. And I thought to Jeez. myself, I'm like, all right. it's not that crazy. <laughs> okay, Google. <laughs> you know, I'm like, why would you put this number one on my feed? <laughs> you know, and it's just this whole thing about how, you know, 
you know, you're gonna, we're going to need to learn to be able to talk to, the, you know, to these people again and bring them back into the, bring them back into the family, as he put it, I think it was. That's oddly cultish. Yes, I thought that was very weird. Let's see if I can actually find it. Uh, I can yeah, read you a that's couple kind of fucking creepy. I'll read you a couple excerpts from it. That may have sent it to Patrick. <laughs> Which will be the easiest way to find it. Peruse through it. Let's see, here we go. Give you a couple uh, funny little... Okay, maybe not there. Maybe in the old text message. Old. Let's see, maybe not. See, this would be the time to put on. It's kind of buried in there now. <clears throat> but I feel bad, you know. I was like watching that. The you know, apparently, also they had the 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 voter the vo- motor voter bus that went around in uh, Fulton County, and you could just hop on and vote. I thought it was like, well, there you go. So it was like a mobile voting booth. <laughs> it was a mobile voting booth. They just drive up. You can just jump on and vote. So how about that? Hmm. Seems like uh, it's hard to regulate who comes, who in, comes there in there and, and votes. Yeah. So it seemed, it seemed like, oh, great idea. Here, jump on, vote. Well, now it's gone. So, well, anyway. But, uh, yeah, very interesting thing that I got. I thought it was fascinating. I don't know if I can bring it up on the phone I'm currently in without... Yeah, like, what do they up. have? Uh, pull, wa- pull watchers riding shotgun? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But they, they were supposed to be counting after, you know, the after they, they got everybody out of there. Oh, here it is. All right, let's see. Have, like, a roadie crew... Ah, we need to learn how to talk to and about accidental conspiracies. We're going to have to learn to create... What the hell does accidental conspiracy mean? (laughs) That's what it said. It's like they come up with their own terminology (laughs) to justify the fact that they don't have a fucking idea to begin with. It says, we're going to have to learn to create a vocabulary to talk about how their friends... Create a vocabulary. There's not words in the dictionary to describe my bullshit ideas. Well, let's give credit to this. Let's give credit to this article. It's by Ben Collins. Um, All right. But he had to talk about how their friends fell down the wrong YouTube hole and came out speaking another language. Mm. Um, I want to talk about Ruby Freeman. Ru- really, I want to talk to talk to Ruby Freeman, but I can't. She she has been bravely and correctly off the grid since some psychopath doxed her shortly after the election. Oh, fun! Was it Kathy Griffin? Uh, I'm just gonna probably not right. Pull, pull, pop a couple. <laughs> You know, excerpts like the, this is because of the 4chan and the far right. She has gone to some sort 4chan? of... 4chan? She is some sort of Sith Lord Al Capone combo oh, who has, who's personally <laughs> stole the election by doing something with briefcases. That's part, that part is unclear, but what the QAnon people are certain of uh-huh. is Ruby Freeman, a 60-something election worker who also sells handbags at the mall, okay. is part of a global conspiracy to steal the election. There you have it. Yeah. But I'm going to get down to the kind of the last thing that he said. Do, 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 do. Which I found pretty interesting. Uh, let's see. We also generally just need to start taking this seriously, seriously before it's too late. I hope the news can do, do that in the next few years. I hope so that for the sake of Ruby Freeman, it does not. It does. So she can t- sell stuff on Instagram again on her phone. 
I hope for the sake of soccer, practice, and brunches, because huevos rancheros should not marry by a drag-out fight about Bill Gates. <laughs> a lot of people disappeared off into a bad space in 2020. If there was only what, their only way to cope, don't blame them. Let their, let's take their journey seriously and give the people the words to welcome them home. So. Yeah, it's not too bad. I, I, my so. first suspicion comes from the fact that I was like, yeah, okay, so you, <laughs> you picture the 60-something-year-old woman selling handbags and the like, is that some person uh, that's part of an international conspiracy? I'm like, no, nah, probably not. But then there's been a lot of times where they'll just flat out put out yeah. false articles that right. they're like, oh, that was not the person who did it. Not even yeah. close. And I'm like, oh, well, that's what they said. I'm like, yeah, well, people don't read past the headline. <laughs> so then it gets to the Very point where true. it's like, you're a conspiracy theorist. They're like, look at what you're doing to this poor woman. It was like, she never sold a handbag in her life. Like, she was a goddamn meth dealer. <laughs> like, and yeah. So and I, until I, the you you can yeah. say that in the article, but until it's sourced somewhere, then I'm just going to take it with a grain of salt. If there, that's true, then yeah, that's messed up. If, if we're going to talk about conspiracy theories, there's, there's a couple videos of Ruby Freeman. And, you know, the, 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 there's the famous one where they show them, like, her daughter pulling the ballots out from underneath the table. Mm-hmm. And then, but there's one earlier from there. Like, and it's actually a pretty good one. Like, okay. shooting into the office where everybody's kind of sitting at. And you see, like, Ruby's daughter come in mm-hmm. and sit down in front of her desk in, like, this pretty much kind of catacall kind of, you know, building area. Mm-hmm. And they're talking. And then, like, you know, like, her daughter reaches over and, and grabs her mom's hands, and they're, like, praying. But then out of nowhere, this other guy kind of comes and walks up and stands in, on, off to the side. Like, they're, you know, here, here, and he's standing here. Okay. And then they back off. And then the daughter gets up, and then the guy walks over, and you can see, like, they do, like, a little pass-off, where some people say, oh, that's where they're passing off the USB drive to go and rig the machines. And I yeah, thought to okay. myself, I was like, I was like, no, that just looked like a fucking drug deal. Is what that <laughs> looked like. <laughs> Could have been. Maybe they. Maybe there's you know? some crack. Maybe like, it's just. I don't know. But I'm just thinking. I'm like, <laughs> I think that was more of a drug deal than anything. <laughs> or some maybe somebody was getting a Xanax or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I don't know. It just seemed. I like. Yeah, it could have been a, a litany of drugs. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I don't think it was the USB drive that they were going to jack in the the Dominion machines. I know the guy who was like standing in front of them. He was just seemed young, like like, and then he just disappeared. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> just like, hmm. oh, that seems weird. <laughs> it's like, nah, not USB. Maybe maybe he got some weed. Maybe they, ah, you, oh man, give me give me a bud, mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think everything should be investigated. Yeah, everything should be definitely be investigated and looked into. Yeah, it all depends on the context behind it because it's. I can't assume that somebody writing an op-ed is writing something that's. Everybody has their own bias, but I can't assume that they're writing an op-ed is something that's truthful or something that's sourced, not just. You know, I, I heard this from an unknown source. Was that unknown source somebody else that works <laughs> in the same building as you do? Because yeah. now we're just writing about gossip. Yeah, it's um, it's very confusing. So I mean, I, I'm. But if that's if that's the. You know, if that turns out to be factual in his source, then yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah. I, I have no issue with, you know, it's whatever happens, happens. But when you pose a completely different viewpoint, a viewpoint and build a different life for 
the person that you're talking about, then that's how we ended up with all the riots. There was like, fuck, what, like uh, right. eight or nine unarmed black men that were shot by cops, two of which weren't actively attacking the police with a weapon or had right. a weapon. Right. So it, it was all the way that it was framed and all the way that it was posed. And the same thing's happening now. Everybody's just writing. It's, it's not just an op-ed. It's just a completely made-up fucking article. Right. You're writing a goddamn student paper somewhere. Like, it's fucking, exactly. like... Exactly. Yeah, this is pointless. Like, <laughs> until it's in bulk. And then, you know, everybody's looking at the same bullshit going, oh, yeah, this must be right. Look at these guys. But, you know, be careful out there. Don't be an accidental conspiracist, okay? <laughs> no. Accidental conspiracy. I... I it started off from a good, good yeah. point though that you know I, I feel like YouTube has led people in oh, well, one direction. You know, just yeah. basically trying to be a right. business and generate as much viewership and from revenue as possible, right? And keep you there looking at their ads. So, um, so it has, you know, tugged people a different direction to right. where if you're if you have a binary system, kind of like our political system was set right. up, even though you know, but that, there I might mean, be that, a third party, but no, it's. But it, even though with that system, is like when you close off from one other side because you go down this YouTube rabbit hole, even if it's not something that YouTube did on purpose besides for revenue purposes, like right. what you were saying, yeah. it, it still you know, puts people in that echo chamber and this right. self-perpetuating bubble that they're in to right. the point where you start generating your own news from your own fucking people. <laughs> right. That so. they got from the other side that's kind of really, if not completely taken out of context, just faults for the right. most part exactly that, i think we touched on that back on a, and then there's two earlier podcasts with a with a vast right. fucking chasm in between right the algorithm doesn't care about you i think we talked about that in the social no you know the the social distancing or whatever it was we called but um yeah i mean it's it, it just it's only there to design to make you want to stay on your page and watch and it doesn't care about you. It doesn't care about the individual. Yeah. It only knows like that the, you need more of this. This right. is what keeps you interested. It's not even <laughs> interested at this point because I find out that more than stuff that gives you positive reinforcement and keeps you interested, yeah. stuff that makes you irritated or angry right. will keep you on their way longer. It, so it keeps you on their way longer. Right. We're just going to do that. When you're just kind of zipping through. Downfall and, society because you know what? Marketing is the most important thing yeah. in the history of anything. No, nothing in this world right. will exist without marketing, right? <laughs> We truth. can't get rid of about 50% of those motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> we can do without a lot of them, that's for sure. Cut that shit by half. <laughs> Fuck you. Put it into the people who actually make the goddamn product. Yeah, yeah. Instead of slaving them away, they have the whole thing run by marketing and accounting. That's very true. And then you just create bullshit. Then you just create non-stop twenty-four-seven bullshit to the point where people say they like it because there's fucking nothing else. It's the only thing I got. It's all I got. We need another underground else. television network or something. Oh, actually, we don't. Everything's streaming. Everything's streaming. The, that's part of the that's part of the positives of entering into the postmodernist society is that everything has that niche or following. Is that it's, you know, if something is that significant, it's already going to have some sort of community online. So it'll hopefully gain some sort of traction if somebody doesn't actively suppress it. We can only hope. It's a suppressive uh, thing. It is the suppression of, you know... Voices. Of the voices. So you you need to realize that, you know, people need to look out and say, hey, you know... 
<laughs> Good time. <laughs> All right, well, we're getting close to the end of this podcast. That one went pretty quick. Did. We're down in the last, like, six minutes. So we'll play some cheesy Christmas music for you because this is the end of the, the Christmas season coming up. Yeah, at this point, no more podcasts no till more, the next year. Not till next year. The next one will be in the Irish Need bunker. a break. Nah, I don't. I yeah. <laughs> I'll be ready for the next year and see what uh, awaits us. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, should be an interesting year. It's going to be a lot of... Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure the craziness is definitely not over. No, no. I'm sure it's the 24-hour no, news cycle will keep you excited. No, I'm not expecting a drop off of nonsense. If anything, it would be a slow wane, you know, lazily listing downward, but no, I'm pretty sure it's nah, just going to keep going strong. I think strong it's going to get a little ramped year. up. I think, um, <laughs> I think the, the Democrats are going to realize that they unleashed, you know, the dogs, their dogs, and they're having going to have trouble getting them back on the leash and... You know, Antifa and BLM still gonna go out there and. Well, that's the uh, the paramilitary wing. That's yeah. the one where they don't so have they to gotta... talk about it. But yeah, they can leave some bricks on the yeah. corners and pay some people to so bust them around gonna... and go smash up some shit to make their point known. Have a hard time getting those folks back. Well, I in. think people are gonna get sick of that and catch on to that. So I think that is very short lived, and I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did. Yeah. Um, so if they continue that, I think they're gonna start seeing some heavier pushback as people are on to, like, because it gets down to the point where you change only strong as your weakest link. By the time your average person figures out, they're like, oh, these people are fucking shit up. I'm like, then nobody's gonna be into it. And I'm like, so. You can keep doing it, but you're going to get less of a result, and then people are going to start getting hurt on both sides. Yeah, you know, and we really don't need that, you know. Now yeah, it's just, es- it's just, it just it's, escalates stuff. It just escalates stuff, and people so, get heated, and next thing you, you know, you defund the police, but you want to escalate your own violence. But Fuck you want to, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Seen violence, you know, been in violence. It's not. Not going to happen either way. It's not, it's not a great place to be, you know. As, you know, you think it's going to create change. All it does is create death. <laughs> really. Yeah, but it's controlled misery. Yeah. That true. way, I'm in charge. That's right. I'm in charge of you. <laughs> anyway, so. Got about uh, three and a half minutes here. Let's see what other crazy little Christmas songs we could find on here. Yeah. Sounds like an ad uh, if you're on a game Tonight, show. welcome. Who wants a brand new Honda the, Odyssey? It's a Honda Odyssey. After we see tapes. Come shop at Menards. <laughs> <laughs> We're blowing Christmas out of the water. <laughs> crazy sales. Or you can have a trip to Tahiti. Come in and sign up. <laughs> I blame this on grocery stores in the 70s. Oh, yeah. This is, this is, this is what we hear. Remember walking through as a kid, begging for shit. Yeah, I'm starting to get bummed out going through grocery stores here in, like, early 90s music. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, yeah, that's how Not it is. me. No. That's, that's how you know. That's how you know when it's over. I know. That's how you know when it's over. I, I blame it on Kroger. <laughs> Well, it used to be like, you know, 
it was always like Musek, which Musek was at that one time was just, you know, music that was created by symphonies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they didn't own the rights to any, like, they, they, that's how they did it. I don't well, know. It was a weird time, like, I think elevator music. That's what they would call it, elevator music. And well, isn't it because radio started getting popular, so they were going to, like, we're going to have our own radio station in the grocery store? That's uh, right. <laughs> and then Musek found out that, you know, that their uh, format was dying and wasn't working out anymore and yeah. became the butt of every joke and yeah. decided to go actually pay the artist for their music and, oh. <laughs> you know. Wow. <laughs> and 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 do it so but anyway that's us for here it is podcast the shortest longest day of the year whatever it is winter solstice a couple days before christmas one day at night jupiter and saturn collide jupiter and saturn collide don't forget to stop back <laughs> take a look at it um it's the end guys <laughs> stay tuned though stay tuned everyone this is chris from here it is podcast um just wanted to let everybody know that i got my paypal account set up on the uh on the facebook page site for here it is podcast nashville if you're interested in donating a couple bucks to me and jason so we can continue to improve this podcast and uh move forward with it check it out if you're interested and donate what you like merry christmas